0: Thank you for tuning into this week's message from Freedom Church Co. in Woodland Park, Colorado. If you want to know more about us, you can visit freedomchurchco.com or follow us on social media at freedomchurchco. Tonight, I really felt like this. The Lord wanted me to talk on prosperity. Now, hallelujah! Now, if it was up to me, and I'm learning this as a you know a young teacher, right? You know. If it was up to me, I'd rather teach on like destroying the securities, you know, probably part 57, but I really felt like the Lord kept pulling me and pulling me to talk about prosperity. And so I'll say this too. Um, I like addressing elephants in the room, okay? Yeah, Uh, elephants in the room and the elephant in the room could be this thought, right? And I don't know if anyone's thinking this, but just in case, it's like, we just had a campaign for building for freedom. Of course, you're going to teach on prosperity next, right? It's like, have you ever been like uh, invited to a friend's house? Say, hey, let's come together. We're going to have a really good time. And then you, when you go sit down, it's really like a multi-level marketing kind of you know, setup. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, come on, it's going to be fun. We haven't caught up in a long time. Come on, it's going to be a lot of fun. Bring your friends. And then it's like, oh, you're selling makeup. <laughs> I've never been to those, but... Uh, <laughs> but but it can feel like that. And so sometimes it's like, oh, come to church. It's gonna be awesome, we're gonna praise and worship. And then boom, prosperity message. Dang it, did I get tricked into a multi-level marketing uh, kind of seminar? And the answer is no. If you feel like that or if you're thinking like that, I wanna encourage you today that this message is more than just trying to get something to build a fund up. It's more than just a building. Seriously, I really feel like the Lord wants to build something inside of you. How how, how many guys you know of Andrew Womack? Anyone? Couple folks? Okay. Well, Andrew Womack, he's saying this, and this is something that Pastor Joe and Tessa have really been big on in the executive meetings, that we feel we're part of this third great awakening. How many guys believe that? Amen? It's true. And in in our executive meeting, it's awesome because it's always brought up and it's always shared. And so from us, if we're gonna be a part of that, how many guys want to be a part of that? Right? If we're going to be a part of that, then the thing is, I truly believe this is one thing that's something that's minor prosperity, something that's considered least in the kingdom. But if we can't master what is least in the kingdom, how are we going to manage everything else? So that's what this message is for today. It's to build you up and it's to dive right in to the heart of God. Are you guys with me? All right, I'm going to pray. So, Father God, we just give thanks because you're faithful. Lord, I just open up my heart to you right now, Father God, and I just give thanks that, man, I just get to share this word for, uh, for you, Father. Lord, we love you and bless you, and we just receive your word. In Jesus' name, everybody said, amen. amen. Okay, so let's uh, open our Bibles in Luke chapter 16, verse 10 through 12. It says, he who is faithful in what is least is faithful also in much. And he who is unjust in what is least is unjust also in much. Therefore, if you have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, who will commit you or commit to your trust the true riches? And if you have not been faithful in what is another man's, who will give you what is your own? So if you guys want truly what God has for you and being a part of this great awakening, and actually I'm gonna have you do some kind of weird, I want you to stand up. If you say, you know what, I wanna join Pastor Joe and Tessa in being a part of this great awakening at Freedom Church. I want you to rise with me. Because if you're rising with me, this message is for you. Pastor Joe and Tessa, if you look around, there's a lot of people that said they're, they're here with you. And so we're excited to follow your guys' lead in this. But for those of you who are standing right now, right now, if you're saying yes to this, then we're gonna dive deep. Look at your neighbor and say, we're going deep. We're going deep. You may be seated. This is what I mean by we're going deep today. My dad, he, uh, he he's ministered on this, and we've talked about this. and I got my permission permission from him to share this. But as a young boy, he was um, abused, and so when it came to marriage, there was this situation where you know there, there were some challenges. And it wasn't until the Lord instructed him to look in the mirror in his forgive me as I, I say this in his birthday suit. Okay, keep PG looking in the mirror and he began to speak the word over himself. Yeah. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. But as he looked in the mirror, you know, he, he was telling us that he would see just how he, he didn't feel good. He, fe- he didn't feel right. He felt dirty. He felt hurt. He felt broken. But as he began to look in the mirror and speak over himself, things changed. Tonight, that's what we're going to do. Now, it's going to look different because we're going to look in finances. A a buddy of mine, one time we were talking, it's like, I don't know, uh, you you ever play either or, that game, either or, like, would you rather do this or that? It's like, would you rather, you know, be exposed naked or have your bank account exposed to everyone? You know, what would you like? (laughs) And sometimes it feels like that. It's like, uh, I don't know if I want everyone to see my bank account or see all my transactions, right? It's just like, uh, it's kind of this awkward feeling. But tonight we're going to do that. We're going to look into our finances and we're going to say that tonight we choose that we're going, to, we're going to master this thing. We're going to dive deep into prosperity. So under your seats, it's not a car, all right? You don't get a car, you don't get a car, you don't get it. But you get an index card. So there's an index card under your chair. I want you to go ahead and grab it. There's a pen. If you don't have a pen, raise your hand. Ushers uh, will provide you with one as well. But in your index card, this is where we're going to start with on the white side, back side. So look at those hands ushers. Uh, I see a couple hands up here who might need a pen. All right, so I want you to draw a line on the bottom and give yourself some room. It's kind of like that. All right, and I want you to draw a line across on top. Now again, you don't have to show this to anyone. But I'm challenging you, if you do this, it's gonna, it's gonna raise some expectations for you. At the bottom, I want you to write how much you make in a year. Hallelujah. Now you don't have to do the, the exercise, okay? Okay, it up. All right, thanks. All right, so at the bottom, what you make. Curly right now. And at the very top, I want you to write what you wish you made. <laughs> now, here's the deal. As you're writing on top, I want you to be bold. I want you to be courageous. I want you, you may, you may even say, well, Josue, I'm content actually where I'm at. But that's not the point. The point is to think bigger. And so if you're already content where you're at, I dare you just to add a zero at the, uh, at the end of what you make then. <laughs> so what you would like to make. Amen. Note to self, Josue get someone who writes better. Amen. (laughs) But what you would like to make versus what you make. And generally, there is a big gap. If you're a dreamer like me, I was doing this as I was prepping the message. I wrote what I made and then I wrote like just a crazy number up top. And depending on how crazy you wrote your number, there's a big gap, right? Can I get a thumbs up if you have a big gap on yours? If not, that's okay. Okay, I see some thumbs, amen. I I see people willing to dare, willing to say, God, I trust you. And generally there is a gap, but we're gonna fill this gap and we're gonna fill it with what the word says. So when we dive into prosperity, generally people, uh, let me actually hear from you guys. I want you guys to talk back with me. What do you think of when you hear prosperity? Now don't be shy now because most preachers don't give you the opportunity to talk back, so I wanna hear from y'all. Say it again. Health. What else? Success. Job. Success. Success. What else? Blessed. Blessed. Amen. Blessed to, be a blessing. Blessed to be a blessing. That's right, brother. I love that man in the back. He's from Arizona. He knows what it's, what it's about. But um, <laughs> with this, we use this analogy in business school. And since we were talking about addressing elephants, I'm going to talk about another elephant. Okay. Sometimes, and I like sharing it like this, three blind men, they were touching this elephant, right? One guy was really tugging on the tail and said, the elephant's like a rope. One guy was patting on the side, said the elephant's like a wall. And one guy was tugging on the, the you know, the snout or whatever you call that. Trunk. trunk, thank you. Amen, <laughs> the trunk. Some elephant lover's like, it's a trunk, Josue. No, <laughs> All right, it's the trunk. So someone's grabbing on the, the trunk and saying it's like a hose, right? And they're all describing this elephant, but they're all, how many of they're all right? Yes. They all have the correct, but they're just looking at different perspectives. When it comes to prosperity, I believe there's a lot of different perspectives when we look at prosperity. And the area that I want us to focus in and hone in on today is money. But even in money, there's a lot of different areas to look at. And these are the areas that I want us to dive into. And I'm gonna start today with purpose. Everyone say with me, purpose. Purpose. It's important to know the purpose of something because without knowing it's purpose, you have the ability to abuse it or you have the ability to not get everything out of what's given to you. So that's what we're gonna hit on. What is the purpose? A prosperity. So on your card, I want you to write that in this gap. Again, leave yourself some room, but write purpose. In Psalms chapter 35, verse 27, it says, "Let them shout for joy and be glad who favor my righteous cause, and let them say uh, continually, "Let the Lord be magnified, who has pleasure in the prosperity of His servants." It's crazy because Pastor Joe was just talking about religion and some religious folks will, get, will freak out on this saying, oh my gosh, it's just that, that prosperity, you know, all I can get, you know, message. But do you know the purpose of even prosperity for us is also to show that God loves you. It's, it's his way of showing his love towards you. The world, you know, what was created first? World or man? Oh, come on, y'all, I want y'all to talk with me. What was created first, world or man? The world. God provided for man before he even made him. Why? Because he loved them. So with this, it's getting to our mindset and understanding that God wants you to prosper. Look at your neighbor and says, he wants you to prosper. He He wants you to be a success. He wants you to, you know, not lack. So if he wants you to prosper, then I can almost dare to say it's pride to say he doesn't or pride to reject the blessing. He cares for you. The, one of the purposes for prosperity for your life is just for him to show that he loves you. Any parents in the, in the house? Raise your hand, parents. Parents. All right, for the young adults, you gotta go talk to the parents, okay? And ask them a lot of questions about kids because they'll help you from keeping safe. Hallelujah. But even in this, right, parents, you love your kids so much, don't you? You care about, I mean, I know Pastor Joe and Tessa, I'm their favorite, so <laughs> it's a... <laughs> Chan and SCJ, they're looking at me with those mean eyes. All right, but they, they love... They're kids, parents, you love your kids. And just like Jesus was given this example, if your kid were to come to you and say, dad, I want some bread, how many of you guys would give him a rock? No one, right? Same thing, if God, he wants you to prosper, he, he loves you. Secondly, my brother in the back, he said, it, he said it just right. In Genesis 12, two, it says, I will make you into a great nation I will bless you and make you famous and you will be a blessing to others. My man in the back said, blessed to be a blessing. And that's actually absolutely true. The purpose of prosperity is one that you know that you're loved by God, but secondly, that you're blessed to be a blessing to others and those around you. So that number at the very top Generally, sometimes there's a gap, again, from what you have right now to what you're going to get. And sometimes you may not reach that number because you don't understand the purpose. See, for me, I don't feel bad that I wrote a crazy amount of number up here because when I wrote that, I understood the purpose of that money up there is not just for me, but it's for many others. I, uh, there was a youth pastor I used to serve under at Karis Christian Center. Phenomenal guy, man. He was one of those guys that would always high five everyone, say what's up, and he would buy people coffee. This was pretty awesome actually, And uh, Any coffee lovers out there, don't you just love it when someone blesses you with random like, cup of coffee and it's like, oh gosh, like I'm excited. <laughs> and I remember I, I was talking with him and I said, like, man, you, you do this a lot, man, You're, that's pretty cool. And he, and he was telling me, he's like, Josh, they called me Josh in the day. So said, Josh, you know, the thing about it is, uh, it, it's, it's good to receive the coffee, but man, it feels so much better to give the coffee. Yeah. Oh, that never left me. So how many of you guys wanna receive coffee or how many of you guys wanna be the ones blessing people with coffee? How many, it's not just receiving the blessing, but it's giving it out. And it's challenging us in this. So right here, under purpose, I want you to write this. I want you to write, we is greater than me. It's us, prosperity is for us. It's for de la familia. No habla espanol, so I'm gonna stop fronting like I speak Spanish, okay? Because I don't. But it's for the family. We is greater than me. So when you grow and you increase in your finances, remember that, that it's about we. It's we as the body. It's we as the church. It's we as the people in this world. That's why we're getting called to a higher level of prosperity. And if you're willing to say yes to that, I guarantee that this gap will begin to start shrinking. Amen? Because he can trust you. I heard a, a pastor say it like this once. Sometimes they're always saying, God, you know, I, I trust you, God. I trust you, God. I trust you, God. Or, you know, they're praying for something and they're not getting it. And the, the response that they get back is, oh, you just got to trust God. Just trust God. But sometimes it's, can God trust you? On, can he trust you with, with, with what is up here? And I believe he can. As we say, Yes. Remember, we're looking in this mirror right now and in the mirror sometimes, I don't know, maybe some of you are getting pricked in the heart and saying, oh gosh, I've been so selfish with my finances. There is therefore now no condemnation, hallelujah. None at all. But it's choosing today to say, you know what? I see that in myself and I'm gonna speak the word over that. I am blessed to be a blessing, amen. Everyone say with me, I'm blessed to be a blessing. Amen. So we is greater than me. Secondly, it's the promise. So you can write that next in your card. The promise. And this is what I mean by that. God has his word for you about prosperity. And so maybe some of you are good. Maybe some of you understand the purpose. I know those who were born with you know, less fortunate or you didn't have a lot of finances growing up. It's, it's funny because it's generally those people that are so willing to give, <laughs> people that didn't have a lot. You know, so if you're good with that, praise God. But maybe it's the promise and understanding his promises for you because his promises are yes and amen. The word tells us in Philippians four nineteen, it says, and my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I don't know about y'all, have you, how many of you guys have ever read that and felt like, I don't, I mean, I, I'm, I'm saying it, but I don't feel it. Like I'm saying he's gonna provide for all my need, but when I when I pull this guy out and I'm looking inside, it's like, Oh my gosh, did a moth fly out? You know, <laughs> it's, it's empty. It's like, you're looking at this like, I'm saying this, but I don't know if I necessarily believe it. And this is my challenge for you in this, it's believing that the promises of God are yes and amen. I know for myself personally, it was easy for me to believe for others. But then when it came to myself, it's like, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I fully, you know, believe that. I'm just being honest. And like Pastor Joe was saying, it's like sometimes you can get yourself so caught up in sin consciousness that it's like, I don't deserve that because I did A, B, and C. Okay, I'm not gonna get blessed. But the promise for you guys is yes and amen. His word is true. His word is for you. And it is the truth that he will supply all your need. And it is us believing in that truth. And it's getting it down to our heart where we say, okay, you know what? It it doesn't matter what it looks like. God said he's going to uh, supply for me, then he's going to have it. Hallelujah. And sometimes if you guys would do this, I'm going to be courageous in this, pull out your phone and go to your camera setting and do a selfie look. Look at yourself. Oh, I'm serious. Look at yourself real quick. One thing I'll tell you is that thing is, uh, that you're looking at is fearfully and wonderfully made. Amen. <laughs> Amen. But sometimes you gotta look at yourself and you gotta say, okay, man, my God shall supply all my need. I am prosperous. God is faithful. God's word is true. And maybe you don't need a phone to do that, but man, just like my dad, he took time to look in that mirror and call things that he did not see physically, but he had to call things out of what he believed in the word. And that's the thing. I don't care if your wallet looks like a bunch of moths, you know, a moth hotel in there. (laughs) You gotta look in that mirror and say, you know what, Josue, I'm blessed. And I'm not just blessed for me, but I'm blessed to be a blessing. And it's speaking over yourself and declaring that God's word is more real than your situation. I'm serious. His word is more real than your situation. Good. How many times, and it's okay, because you know the uh, children of Israel, when they're in front of the Red Sea, a lot of times we can, you know, just, you know, we can laugh at them or we can just say, those dumb Israelites, man, didn't they know that God was gonna come through? Well, that's the thing. They didn't have the next chapters in front of them. We have the next chapters in front of them so we can read and say, oh, God came through, hallelujah. Praise God. <laughs> Well, for you, I'm telling you, by faith, the, ch- the chapters in front of your life right now and your current situation is that God comes through. And it's speaking that over yourself. And it's saying, you know what? I'm not, gonna look, I'm not gonna be moved by the Red Sea of debt, by the Red Sea of all this, you know, I can't spend here, I don't have enough. I'm not gonna look at the Red Sea. I'm gonna look unto God and watch him split that thing that looked impossible. And time after time, I've seen him do it in my life. I've seen him do it in my friend's life, in my family's, family's life. It's too late to tell me that God doesn't provide. It's too late. But I'm telling you, and I, and I really feel like the Lord wants to stir you up in this, that he loves you so much and he wants to see you prosper. He wants to see you shine because there are people in your life that need a blessing. And remember, you're the coffee giver. Amen. So I like a caramel latte just on that. No, (laughs) I like caramel lattes, no. Amen. So the promise. It's coming back to trusting God in this too, guys. Rick, will you come up here real quick? Rick is uh, a... Rick is my, my, my good buddy, man. He uh, takes care of Guest Central, you know. See, look at that. That's why all these people came, not because of me, because you have that sh- good smile on your face, man. But uh, here, Rick, I want you to do this. Me and Rick, we know each other. We're really good friends. All right, Rick, I want you to look over there. All right. And I didn't warn him about this, but Rick, I want you to trust me. You trust me? Yes, sir. Are you just saying that? <laughs> okay. Well, we're going to find out. All right, Rick, I want you to drop back. Wait, wait, wait! I thought you trusted me, man. Come hey, on, give hey, you you me to trust fall. <laughs> yeah, so I want you—I want you to trust fall. Give me two seconds. Give okay. All right, all right. Uh, I'm ready. All right, I want you to trust God. Go ahead. Okay. Check this out. I want you to catch something? If you didn't miss it. And that's a lot of times how we react with the promises of God. not, so, not saying that bad, okay? Now, me and Rick, we practice that, okay? No, um, not saying that in a bad way, but check that out. Rick, hesitate for a second. First, like, wait, you actually want me to trust fall? Okay. And then I was going to catch it, I promise. But I was low. I was right here, right? Yeah. And so for him, it's like, I'm actually feeling the fall. <laughs> nope. Let me catch myself back up. Come on, and a lot of times with the promises of God, God saying, give that, give it. <laughs> Ooh, that's, that's too much. Lord, you're talking, that's a little too much for me. That's too much for my taste. But he's saying, trust me, give that give that. And it feels like, okay, I'm going to fall. But if you would just let go and drop back, look at your neighbor and say, let go, drop back. I'm telling you, God will catch you because I'm telling you the next chapter over, you don't see it. And I don't see it in the natural, but by faith, I'm telling you the next chapter over, it ends in your life saying he came through. Amen. Thank you. It's the promise. It's the promise. So I want you to write under the promise. I want you to say, speak. I want you to write, speak. Because these red items, remember, if it's the purpose you don't fully understand, it's remembering that we is greater than me. If you fully don't understand the promise or you can't trust for or drop back and what God is promising you, then you ought to speak in your life right now and speak the word over yourself. And in order to, because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So even if that means that you're having a hard time uh, trusting, what it means is that you gotta have a deeper. And what I mean by deeper too, it's not like this whole strong, weird thing. It's literally just picking up the word and looking into for yourself. Pastor Joe, I mean, any time that I went through something or something like that, I come to Pastor Joe and it's simple. Oh my gosh, Jack, we were just talking in the back about simplicity, man. He kept it simple. Pastor Joe just look in the word, man. <laughs> back to the word. Oh, man, what a novel thought. Hallelujah. As Christian Christ followers, I got to look in the word and look at what Jesus said. Okay. It's the word. It's the word. The word works. Amen. Next one, it's a bad word, all right. So I'm I'm, gonna leave it like that real quick, okay? I want to play a game with y'all. I'm gonna I'm gonna say something, and I want you to tell me if it's good or bad. The New York Giants. Sorry, Pastor Joe. They said the wrong answer. One more time, New York Giants. Okay. Oh, is it? Is it the right. Yankees? Oh. Yes. The Yankees! The Yankees! <laughs> okay, okay. All right, that's just a practice round, okay? Health. Okay. Cancer. Okay. All right, you guys are good. This is just practice. Now I'm gonna do it for real. Okay? You ready? Some of you guys may probably already know where I'm going. Anger. Like, we got you, Oswe. Jealousy. Yeah. Hate. Bad. All right, all right. You guys are catching me. Works. All right, I like this crowd. See, this is a crowd that sits in the Word because they know what's up, right? Because we know that anger, it says, you know, be angry yet, not sin. We know hate, it says to love the Lord is to hate evil. Works, there's bad works, but there's good works too. So that's, that's our next one. When we look at the full view of prosperity, purpose, it's promise, but it's work. A lot of times this is, let me, oh man, I wasn't gonna do this, but I'm gonna do it. <laughs> A lot of times when, when people are trusting God or trusting the promise, it looks like this. All right, God, I trust you. Lord, 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 I trust you. God, I trust you. And I'm, oh, God, I trust you. I'm looking back and it's nothing changed. But Lord, I'm trusting you. All right, the purpose of all of this, God, is that, you know, we is greater than me, so I'm gonna do that. And I'm reading the promises. I'm gonna do what Josue said. I'm gonna grab my phone and, all right, you know, you're, you're a prosperous man. How come I don't see anything changing? Exactly right. Work it. It's not good. <laughs> but it comes back to work. Listen. God provided for you already, but when we talk about work, when did work for, when was work first introduced? In the garden. Now was that pre fall or post fall? Pre fall. Now I was reading too, and this trips me out. Jesus was talking about how we got to judge angels one day. I'm like, judge angels? <laughs> Whoa. Judge angels. So look, work is throughout even before the fall, during the fall. I mean, when Jesus came and even after everything's done, there's still work to be done. Work isn't a bad thing. Now it's the motive of what you work. If you're working to try to gain, then yeah, that's that's bad. If you're working to to uh, get acceptance from God, that's not good. But it's work. There is work to be done. And and when it comes to prosperity, I'm not saying it's all based on works because there's some workaholics in here that just need to take a breath real quick. And some of you are are seeing this and maybe a spouse is like, "No, no, 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 did he just throw work up there? No, 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 like, because you already work a lot. But work is a part of it. The Bible tells us in uh, Deuteronomy chapter 15, verse 10, it says, thou shalt surely give him and thine heart shall not be grieved when thou givest unto him. Because this thing, the Lord God shall bless thee and all thy, everyone say with me, works. And in all that thou puttest thine hand unto. I just realized I read Pastor Joe's version, I'm sorry. <laughs> but he's saying that what you put your hands to. Everyone, put your hands out like this. Say with me, these hands are blessed. These hands are blessed. Put your hands down. It's in this, guys, that whatever God's calling you to do, and that's the thing, even about work, when you're working. I've done stuff, uh, you know, even when I uh, came into freedom, it's all volunteer, right? And it was just volunteering. And my dad taught me this at a young age because sometimes, you know, it's not about the money. When you go to work, if you're learning a new skill, I triple dog dare you to offer your services for free. Because as you do that, what you gain back is more, it's it's a lot better than money. What it comes back to is it comes back as experience. It comes back as wisdom. It's applied knowledge. When you go out and work or you put your hands to something, the beauty, beauty behind that is God sees that. He says, I can bless that. And the more you put your hands to something, the more that you discover. Uh, Barry Bennett, it's, I'm so glad he's back and I'm so glad he's teaching. It's, it's awesome. But he describes this triangle and he describes in, in discovering our purpose, sometimes it's like, you know, the bottom base of the triangle, you're trying everything and you're finding out, I like this, I don't like that. You know, don't put me behind the sound booth cause I'm tone deaf, you know. And you find out all these different things until it starts narrowing down to a specific purpose, to a point of what you're called to. So you're not gonna find that out if you're just twiddling your thumbs. Now, those are blessed hands being twiddled. <laughs> But he says, I'm gonna bless what you put your hands to and work. And so body of Christ, I'm challenging us in this. It's, it's working. It's putting our hands to something. As a, as a young man, I remember my dad would always tell me, well, you're not allowed to date and, unless you have a job. <laughs> so I couldn't date unless I had a job. So for all the, all, all the girls in here too, like if he doesn't have a job, don't do it. Don't do it. I was uh, driving my little cousin home, and I I said this strong because this is my cousin. So I'm not telling you guys this. I'm just, this is what I told my cousin. If he doesn't work, he's a loser. Let me say it again. Loser. One more time. Now, I'm not trying to be harsh on anyone. It's just, that's my little cousin. I got to make sure she's good, Okay. (laughs) But that's the thing though, it's, it's coming back to work. And, and I'll say this too. Pastor Joe is doing a phenomenal, amazing job in leading this church and he's pastoring and, and the work that he's doing, real quick, I don't want you to miss this. The work that he's doing is ministry. But let me tell you, it didn't happen like that overnight. He put in work. How many times was he out serving for Bobby Andy and church? How many times was he serving for Rob? How many times was he serving for other ministries? How many times was he serving at Karras's? How many times, you know, many, multiple. So it doesn't come by not just sitting down, twiddling your thumbs, but it comes to you putting your hands to something. So under this, I just want you to write, just do it. Just do it, just work. Last thing, we're landing this puppy is stewardship. Stewardship. Psalms 24 one, it says the earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and who live in it. Everything is his. So that, that number we wrote up top, and it's really not even about the number, to be honest, that we wrote up top. But it's just to get us to think, it's to challenge us, to expect from the Lord. But all that, truthfully, isn't even ours. It's the Lord's. We're being entrusted with these with the finances. And he's saying, that's the very least thing I'm gonna trust you with. See what you can do with it. And if you manage it well, man, I'm gonna give you everything else. God is gracious, man. He is so good. He is so faithful. Remember, this is a mirror that we're looking at, but it's not a mirror to condemn ourselves and it's not a mirror to say I'm, I'm bad. But it's a mirror to say, all right, this is what the word says about me, though, and I'm going to speak this over myself. I'm going to give you some practical things when it comes to stewarding your finances. When we have something. If you're going to be a good steward of something, and I, I share this with the executive team and Pastor Joe and Tessa, you know, you can only manage what you measure, but you can only measure what you keep track of. So in other words like this, if you're going to be a steward of something, that means you have to manage it. So if I'm a steward, I manage. But if I manage, that means I need a measure if I don't measure, I don't manage. If I don't manage, truthfully, I can say I'm a steward all day. Good. But I think James said it best, you're only fooling yourself. So what do we do? Simple. I might have spelt that wrong. Giddy up. It's budget. Try to Budget. Budget out what you have. Budget out what you get. And here's the cool thing too. How do you know that God is increasing you if you're not watching what's coming in and you're not keeping track? It's a budget. And I'll give you this, this advice too. Under budget, you can write, giving, saving, invest, you got to come to business school for that one. <laughs> Everyone else, when you receive your finances, man, give to the Lord because that's that trustful saying, "I trust you." Secondly, give yourself. I know. I got, we, freedom church has been so blessed. Pastor Joe's let me know we have amazing givers. Thank you. You guys are phenomenal because you guys trust the Lord. But I'm gonna challenge you in this. Do you give to yourself? Do you give to yourself? You're worth it. Save. Invest. I like Billy Eppard says like this, the best place to invest, very first place is yourself. You don't know much about investments? Then read a book. (laughs) Got a lot of godly authors out there too. Read a book. And then you give to everything else. You pay your bills, you pay everything else. Now, I understand, sometimes our budgets are tight. They're tighter than a, a youth leader's pants, you know? They're like real. That, that, that was not an attack, Pastor Josh. I want you to know that, okay? My, my pants are tight right now too, bro, all right? Now, here's the thing. If you put a quarter in your pocket and you can tell if it's heads or tails, it might be a little too tight, all right? But... That's not the case for my pastor, amen. But sometimes it's tight. It's like, Josue, what do you mean? You want me to do giving and saving and investment? I can barely afford to give to everyone else and pay my bills. Well, so it comes back to all of this. It comes back to the purpose. It comes back to the promise. It comes back to work. Because if there's a gap between this and this, which there is, and there is on mine too, then this is what I want you to do. Because this can be a lot. And you can look at yourself. It's like, gosh, how am I gonna fix this or close all this up? I want you to circle one thing that you feel like the Lord's highlighting you to work on or highlighting on you to trust him in. I'm gonna do mine, okay? Right here. I was looking at my, oh gosh, I'm gonna tell myself. I was looking at my budget at some things and I was like, all right, putting all this stuff away. And I saw like extra $500. I'm like, oh, where's that going? And I started looking at my, my track and my finances, and I'm like, oh, let's a a salad. Let's do it, baby. <laughs> right? I triple dog dare you to circle what you feel like the Lord's telling you. And here's the deal. It's not to be condemned about it, but it's to speak over yourself on it. Last thing I'll say, flip your card around after you circled what you feel like the Lord's highlighting to you. The word of God tells us this, and I'm landing right now, that God gives seed to the sower. I wanna read this one, one more last time. It's in Luke chapter 16, 10 through 12. It's what we opened up with. It says, he who is faithful in what is least is faithful also in much. And he who is unjust in what is least is unjust also in much. Therefore, you have not been faithful in the unrighteous man who will commit to your trust the true riches. 12, I want you not to miss this. And if you have not been faithful in what is another man's, who will give you what is your own? I'm gonna challenge us. If God says that he'll give seed to the sower, I want us to challenge to us to be a part of something much bigger than ourselves. It's we is greater than me, right? Freedom Church has a lot of things to do. And I want you to ask the Lord this. Lord, how much am I supposed to give to this building for? Now, I ain't gonna take no second offering, okay? But I want you to write down and the behind your card whatever amount he highlights to you. And you may not have it right now, and that's okay. But remember, the word says he'll give seed to the sower. So if you pledge and say, you know what? I'm gonna give this much. I wrote mine already. And honestly, I'm kind of pushing myself on this one. I'm like, ooh, well, hey, I'm going to just try it. All right, Lord, I, I trust you. All right, I'm going to write it down. And trust yourself that, okay, you know what? I'm going to give towards this thing, whether it be, man, every other week or whether it be once a month. But I'm pledging to give to this. Because, God's we is greater than me. That's awesome. And I'm pushing you in this and I'm challenging you in this because. If you're faithful with another man's vision or another man's building fund, and you will get yours. You will get yours. Thank you for listening. If this message blessed you, please subscribe and share this with a friend. You can tune back in next week for another great message from Freedom Church.